On today's episode, I'm going to talk about a few of my favorite superfoods. Welcome to the Reinvent Your Health Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Kester. I'm a husband of over 25 years, a father of two boys, a certified transformational nutrition coach, and a health, fitness, and personal development junkie. In late 2019, I decided I wanted to make some major life changes, starting with my physical health. I started changing what I was eating, I joined a gym, and lost 35 pounds. I decided I wanted to help others, so I got certified as a transformational nutrition coach. This podcast is about sharing my transformation journey and helping others that want to transform their lives as well. So, if you are ready to make some major life changes and reinvent your health, then this podcast is for you. Thank you for joining me. So there are many different foods that have various effects on your overall health. And some of these foods have multiple benefits to your health. And we call these superfoods. And so these are the kind of foods that fight crime. So they fight the crimes of health problems and chronic disease. So today I wanted to share with you five of my favorite superfoods that have great health effects on your body. And these are ones that I try to get into my diet on a consistent basis. So the first superfood I want to talk about are avocados, which Spellcheck has a field day with me on this food because for some reason I want to spell it A-V-A instead of A-V-O, but that's beside the point. Anyway, don't get confused by its green color. Avocados are fruits, but they are very low in sugar and high in fiber. So one of the things that make avocados great is that they are high in monounsaturated fat. They are actually about 80% monounsaturated fat. So monounsaturated fats have been shown to protect against heart disease and have been shown to lower blood pressure, improve insulin sensitivity, and lower LDL cholesterol, which is the bad cholesterol. Again, that's one of the villains that avocados are fighting. Avocados have had a bad reputation because of their high fat content. So back in the day, When fat was villainized and everybody was telling you to stay away from fat, avocados were on the villain list. But they're starting to make a Robert Downey Jr.-like comeback, and everybody's back to wanting to eat avocados again. Avocados are also a great source of soluble fiber. So soluble fiber combines easily with the water in your gut, which helps support the integrity of the gut lining and support gut bacteria. And we've talked about it in previous episodes, how important your gut bacteria is to you. Avocados offer nearly 20 vitamins and minerals. In just a 100 gram serving, you get 485 milligrams of potassium, which is more than in bananas, 81 micrograms of folate, 0.25 milligrams of vitamin B6, 10 milligrams of vitamin C, and 2 milligrams of vitamin E. They are also high in magnesium, which is extremely important because over 50% of the population is deficient in magnesium. And magnesium is very important for your health because they're responsible or part of over 300 enzymatic functions in your body. Okay, so I have a confession to make. 
I actually don't like avocados, but I actually eat half an avocado a day. So what I do is I cut up avocados in half and I scoop out I scoop out half an avocado and then I put them in a freezer bag and keep them frozen. So each morning I add half an avocado to my smoothie that I make. Another reason that I freeze avocados is that you have approximately a five minute window between a avocado not being ripe enough to cut and going bad. So I like to keep them frozen in the freezer. That way I can just add them to a smoothie whenever I'm ready. So the second food on my list of superfoods is broccoli. So broccoli is a cruciferous vegetable from the cabbage family. It is a non-starchy carb-dominant food. It is also high in choline, and choline is good for the memory centers of your brain. Broccoli is also rich in vitamin K, which plays a big role in cognitive function, and it's also a great source of vitamin C. So broccoli also has potent anti-angiogenic bioactives. So angiogenesis is the formation of new blood vessels, and it is, and that is a common denominator of all disease. So all tumors must have angiogenesis to survive. So all tumors need new blood vessels in order to survive and grow. And so broccoli is one of those foods that kind of help tame that a little bit. And like avocados, broccoli can also modify your gut microbiome. So it actually can help decrease the presence of harmful bacteria in your gut. So according to studies from Harvard University, the University of Chicago, and U.S. National Institutes of Health, showed that eating broccoli is associated with a reduced risk of non-Hodgkin's lymphoma by 40%, lung cancer by 28%, breast cancer by 17%, ovarian cancer by 33%, esophageal cancer by 31%, prostate cancer by 59%, and melanoma by 28%. Now, if that's not fighting crime or disease, I don't know what is. All right, again, a confession. I don't like broccoli. Surprise, surprise. This is starting to sound like a podcast of all the foods I don't like. But I understand the importance of these foods, so I do everything I can to get them into my diet. So one of the things that I like to do with broccoli is I will either take fresh broccoli or I will take frozen broccoli and I will steam them and I will actually cook like chicken, black rice, peas, cashews, and make like a stir fry with broccoli in it. Now, one of the things that I do since I don't like it as much, I don't mind it in a stir fry, but I don't like it as much. When I cut up my broccoli, it's pretty small. It's They're small pieces. I don't have big chunks. I'm not one of those people that can just grab a stalk of broccoli and just start chewing on it. That's not me. I'm also not one of these people that say I love broccoli, and then you look and see them eat broccoli, and it's just cheese. They I think they just love cheese, and broccoli is just a way for them to get cheese in their mouth because when they eat broccoli, they have so much cheese on it, you can't see the broccoli. Another great way to eat broccoli is broccoli sprouts on your salad. So broccoli sprouts contain up to 100 times more sulforaphane than regular grown broccoli. Sulforaphane activates the immune system and is a cancer-fighting compound. 
So studies show that chopping broccoli, fresh broccoli, and letting it set for 40 minutes before cooking actually releases the cancer-fighting compound sulforaphane. And using frozen pre-cut broccoli can have the same effect. So if you're using fresh broccoli, cut it up and let it sit for 40 minutes. So the third food item on my list is olive oil, which is basically just the oil squeeze from olives. It's actually liquid fat. 73% of olive oil is a monounsaturated fat called omega-9 or oleic acid. So we talked about monounsaturated fat in regards to avocado, but not oleic acid. So oleic acid facilitates the generation of HDL, which is the good cholesterol, while it lowers LDL, again, again the bad cholesterol. So again, fighting that villain of that LDL cholesterol. So a study done in Milan found that three to four tablespoons of olive oil per day was associated with a reduced risk of esophageal cancer by 70%, oral cancer by 60%, ovarian cancer by 32%, colorectal cancer by 17%, and breast cancer by 11%. That's a lot of crime fighting. Olive oil also contains 20% saturated fat. And saturated fats from whole foods are not the enemy that we once thought they were. Many saturated fats are necessary for proper hormone and immune system function. Olive oil has also been shown to reduce the risk of heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and obesity. So if you're going to buy olive oil, make sure that you buy extra virgin olive oil and also buy it in a dark glass container. Olive oil is light and heat sensitive. So when it comes to eating olive oil, one of the best things that you can do with it is to mix it with some other ingredients and make uh, salad dressings. One of the things that I like to do with it is I will take frozen green beans and boil frozen green beans. And then once I'm done, I drain them and I drizzle olive oil on and put like uh, some like garlic salt or garlic on top of the green beans. Olive oil is really good for drenching over any type of vegetable or even, even meats, uh, chicken or steak or whatever. So this takes us to number four on my list, which are blueberries. Blueberries are one of the healthiest fruits for you, and they don't raise your blood sugar like other fruits do as well. They are actually high in vitamin C, vitamin K, manganese, and inflammation-fighting antioxidants. They help protect against aging, cancer, and damage to your DNA. Studies show that blueberry eaters have double the amount of NK cells, so NK cells are natural killer cells. NK cells are best known for killing virally infected cells and detecting and controlling early signs of cancer. Blueberries have also been shown to support the biodiversity of the microbiome. Also, according to a Harvard study, the flavonoids found in blueberries were found to be protective against weight gain. Plus, a serving of blueberries a day, three times a week, can reduce your risk of having a heart attack by 34%. And people eating one-fifth a cup of blueberries per day found to have a 22% reduced risk of developing lung cancer. 
I mean, that's a lot of crime fighting for a little bitty blue fruit. Blueberries are one of those things that are good to have around when it comes to if you are like me and you have a sweet tooth and you crave sweet things. I like to have a few uh, fresh blueberries. That way I can just pop them in my mouth and I don't get that blood spiking sugar, but I still get a little bit of sweetness. So it's like a little treat. Another thing I do with blueberries is I have a bag of frozen organic blueberries that I keep in the freezer. And those are also good to put in my morning smoothie. So the fifth and final food that I'm going to talk about today are eggs. So when I talk about eggs, I'm talking about chicken eggs. There's other eggs that you can be eating, but typically it's chicken eggs that I'm talking about. Eggs are an extremely nutritious food and they are a great source of protein. So for years, eggs have gotten a bad rap because they are high in cholesterol. But as I've mentioned in previous episodes, dietary cholesterol does not equate to blood cholesterol. So eggs are starting to make somewhat of a comeback. And actually, a study in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition found that eating a dozen eggs per week had almost no effect on cholesterol levels. Eggs contain many beneficial nutrients, including vitamin A, folate, vitamin B12, riboflavin, phosphorus, and selenium. Eggs also contain lutein and zeaxanthin. Both are beneficial for eye health. And that those two compounds are found in the yolk. So we need to stop going with the egg white omelets. Eat the entire egg if you're going to have eggs. So a study in the International Journal of Obesity found that eating eggs as a first meal of the day can improve levels of satiety hormones and reduce level of, levels of the hunger hormone ghrelin and enhance overall weight loss. And pasture-raised eggs are a great source of brain-healthy omega-3 fats. Eggs are also a great source of vitamin D. So a serving of two eggs provides 82% of your recommended daily intake of vitamin D. And vitamin D plays an important role in the, absor- in the absorption of calcium and phosphorus, making it essential for the maintenance of healthy bones and teeth. Vitamin D also aids in promoting healthy muscle function and immune system maintenance. So when you're going to pick out eggs in the supermarket, make sure you stick with pasture-raised eggs. There are a lot of other type of eggs that have certain labels on them, cage-free, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of those things are very misleading. So if you're going to get an egg, if you're going to get a thing of eggs, make sure you get pasture-raised eggs. So one of my favorite ways to eat eggs is an omelet. And one of the reasons that I like to eat an omelet is because I'm very good at trying to hide foods that I don't like in other foods. So omelets give me an opportunity to put things like spinach or even avocado in there. And I like to put onions and peppers and garlic and all kinds of other things within my omelet. Again, it's a way for me to hide food for myself and, and, and eat those foods that I need to eat but I don't like necessarily. And actually, hard-boiled eggs are a great travel snack. So you can make them ahead of time, get them, and you can leave them in the shell if you want, crack them as you go, or you can just get them out and put them in a, like a Ziploc bag. So it's a, a, a good little protein-rich travel snack to have. So to recap, on my foods that fight crime, I just wanted to get that sound effect in there one more time. So some of my favorite foods to try to get into my diet 
that I am calling superfoods are avocados, broccoli, olive oil, blueberries, and eggs. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. And if you like this episode, please subscribe, leave a positive review, and share it with someone. And if you're interested in nutrition coaching, please visit my coaching website at kesterhealth.com.